1: This NFL DFS Picks Week 2 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Pixwise. Pixwise is the number one app for free sports betting, picks, props, and parlays. Download the free Pixwise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it. With their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. Every week there's a free $350 NFL contest and a free $250 contest. Just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hi, this is Meryl Hodge,
0: and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby.
1: Fucking shine box. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second Lomony Green with my partner of picks,
2: Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Crame Dog? Oh man, you know what? Week one is great because we get all those Millie Maker lineups. I yes. love firing up the 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 post Sunday night and you see all those circles. Just cash,
1: cash, <laughs> cash. <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, I, the one I gave out on air did, didn't do so well.
1: Wait, which was the one you gave out? Matt, air? It was a Matt Ryan line. Oh yes. Well, Ryan, What were you doing? Tried to tell you, oh. Jonathan Gannon has some creative looks. <laughs> Never going to see it coming. Oh. Didn't want to believe me. I did my best to uh, help you, Ryan. How about those Eagles? Oh, Come on.
2: Let's start Jalen have.
1: hurts. <laughs> let's go baby. And uh let's fire it up. Let's let's get some of that NFL music cause we're talking NFL, the national football league, which you can bet on over at win bet head over to win Now get the $500 risk-free bet. Whew. plenty of opportunities to cash, especially if you're getting down the Philadelphia Eagles live in game wagering, man, that chief's game and Kramer, you got it at like plus 200. So many opportunities in game wagering, you got to take advantage. That's why you have to download the win bet app. Or head to just uh, T.com Also offering Alabama at plus 100. Kyler Murray to score a touchdown rushing or passing at plus 100. Just some of the special uh, bonus opportunities they got over at WinBet. Head over there, WynnBet.com. Before we bring on our guest, Ryan, it is time for this week's installment. Real Men of DGens, of course, brought to you by Propswap.com. Promo code SGP.
0: SGPN presents
1: Real Men of DGens. Real men of DG's. We salute you. Norm McDonald. Shout out to Norm. This is uh this is a great little norm quote, and there's so many of them, so many great up bits he had over the years. Quote there. This is from people magazine. The problem with gambling, he says is that it's much more interesting than anything else. The former SNL star says he loves Las Vegas and bets 200,000 a weekend on basketball games into lightning wagers where he bets a thousand on each point over under a score. As for joining gamblers, anonymous McDonald figured, quote, it's for losers. (laughs) (laughs) We salute you norm, a true hashtag.
2: Tag agents only, just an awesome. I mean, it, re- it does remind me of that scene from Two for the Money when Pacina goes <laughs> in and essentially tells everyone at the Gamblers Anonymous meeting that, that in reality, none of them will be happy until they reach that point at the bottom and when they're ready to call them. So, give them a ring. All right, joining us
1: on the line, he is the uh, inventor of the DFS flowchart. John Jackson, what's happening, man?
0: What is up, fellas? Week one is in the books, and now we all know everything we need to know (laughs) about every team in the NFL,
1: baby. (laughs) Well, now as as a big data guy, I know you're crunching numbers. (laughs) You only have one game sample size. It's interesting Mm -hmm. to look at Week One. Who in Week One do you think had a really good Week One from a DFS point of view? That you think is still a stay away. Who's who's kind of fool's gold from uh, DFS Week One?
0: I mean, I think I think we've got an easy one right off the top in Jared Goff. I mean, is that guy <laughs> ever gonna is that guy that ever is, gonna see another good game this year?
1: Well, that's certainly an outlier, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, maybe the Detroit defense, they just lost uh the cornerback Akuda. So maybe they really will be playing from yeah. behind all the time. It seemed like he got a bunch of easy stuff to uh, uh Hawkinson. Really, yeah. Kramer and I have been team Jamal Williams. So for him to see all those targets and passing uh, work pretty soaked about Detroit that.
2: shouldered a uh, top three quarterback performance <laughs> and two running backs in the top 10. So <laughs> Pr- go, does go feel figure. Like an outlier. Uh, can we, should we entertain a new nickname? Sure. Jared, the garbage man golf.
1: <laughs> I like it. I taking like it. it, taking out the uh, trash there. I don't even know if
0: any of their receivers caught a pass. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's got to be comically low. It was just all Hawkinson or, and, and Deandre Swift who stuff came up during the week. He may, they <laughs> may be facing some serious uh, allegations off the field. You can Google Deandre Swift <laughs> so, And and he ended up putting up massive numbers. I thought it was going to be Jamal Williams over Deandre Swift, but it
2: seemed like they both, they said one, a one B yeah, we and just weren't listening to Anthony. One, Litton. one B
1: in the Lions' offense was uh, still pretty good. What about the other way? I mean, you're rocking your Packers hat. Oh, <laughs> certainly, no. we oh, ex- <laughs> certainly we expect a <laughs> bounce back from uh, Packers Nation here. It's it. Kramer and I are in this uh, FSGA fantasy league, this uh, trade organization. We had two quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Jameis Winston. <laughs> Obviously, we started Aaron Rodgers because we had Devonte Adams as well.
2: We were dancing in the streets over that <laughs> yeah. one. Hey, we on somehow us.
1: we somehow won our matchup, which is pretty <laughs> insane. But what are your what are your takeaways on the uh, on the Packers in the offense?
0: I mean, luckily, I was fortunate enough to stay away. I didn't play any Rodgers, and, and I don't think I had any Adams even in DFS this weekend. I just completely kind of stayed away from that game. I thought it was going to be a chalky one, and it was going to be a bit ugly. So that worked out well, but as a fan, it wasn't great turning it off at halftime and oh. just knowing that Jordan Love was uh, about to hop on the field to sweep <laughs> up some uh, some garbage time. So Uh real tough. Uh still a little bit frustrated in the way Rodgers handled things this off season, but you know, we're we're gonna bounce back. We're gonna a long season, right?
2: Yeah. And and certainly Do you mean starting quarterback from the 2022 (laughs) New York Giants, Aaron Rodgers? Oh wow,
1: Ryan. (laughs) They don't have they have Daniel Jones. Oh, I'm falling (laughs) off
2: the fucking slippery wagon.
1: Daniel Jones, who quote, played a really good game according to Ryan. Leading rusher,
2: Daniel Jones.
1: Um. Yeah, and, and certainly Green Bay does have like a nice bounce back opportunity Monday night. But what were some of the other fantasy football duds, DFS duds that you think mm. don't don't get scared away? I mean, again, I had Zeke low. I had Saquon is not a number one, uh, you know, or at least not a first rounder. Zeke, uh, Saquon. I mean, you can maybe digs. Okay, Eckler. Didn't get any passing targets. There were a bunch of, I mean, Derek Henry had a bad game. And he had like yeah. three goal line carries, couldn't get it in. Who of these first round DFS does? And I feel like there were a lot. Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey had a good game, but for the most part, it felt like the first round pretty much shit the bed. Who of those jump out at you as a as a guy that's gonna immediately bounce back?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh in general, I just think the Titans have uh, have some potential to kind of bounce back and, and will be slept on a little bit. I mean. A uh, little bit scared with, the, you know, not having uh, uh, their offensive coordinator anymore, trying to get a new, you know, scheme rolling. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know, there's just too much talent on that team for them to put up what it was, 15 points or whatever against the, the Cardinals and just really not do anything fantasy-wise.
1: Yeah, that was pretty. I mean, again, Kramer and I were all over the Titans, both from DFS and betting. That was that was probably one of the more shocking outcomes of the
2: uh, week. Probably, I wanted to cut my dick off.
1: Yeah, I know, I know where (laughs) where Vrabel gets that feeling, (laughs) and they go up to Seattle. That's a tough place to play. That's a long, long uh, way to go. But maybe they maybe they end up uh, turning things around here.
2: Which, by the way, great start for the Russ. Lock oh it, yeah, Metcalf double stack. You and pulled I, that off in best ball season. Yes,
1: and uh yeah, I know. I know John had some of that uh Seattle action going as
2: well. Got it in the FFPC main event. So week one off to a great start. <laughs> Love it.
1: Yeah, and and we, I think we were on uh, Russell Wilson MVP. Mm. I even gave out uh Seattle Seahawks. I mean, their price to go five and zero oh at thirty to one seemed kind of inflated compared to some of these other ones we were looking at. So off to, off to a good start there. Nice look. But again, Colts probably dog shit. But speaking of the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, who with the O line issues with, you know, when's coming on, I kind of pushed him down, but it seemed like he ended up still getting a decent passing role. Naheem Hines is still kind of a part of the offense. Any thoughts on the Colts running backs, John?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think when you're thinking about Taylor, you're excited to see that he got, I think he got seven targets. That's a big positive. Uh, I don't think you're as excited to see Naheem Hines take up like eight carries or something like that. Yeah. Um, ex- uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of warranted. They're going to they were in a negative game script, which they could be in uh, quite a bit this year. Um, so Hines is going to probably get some of that play. But um, I'm not too worried about Taylor. I think he's going to be a stud um, and he's going to catch a, a quite a bit more passes this year than he did last
2: year. Yeah, I mean that he's a guy that I'll be completely wrong on.
0: Well, yeah, if he has if
1: his passing game role is that consistent, then yeah, I I mean fading him uh, preseason wasn't a wasn't an awesome effort. All right, we're <laughs> gonna be breaking down a uh, giving out a million maker lineup here, trying to trying to get a million dollars. Before we do, hit on some Thursday night prize picks action over under. Gonna give out uh, three over unders we like for the Giants. Washington football team game, of course, prizepicks.com. Promo code SCP, get that hundred percent deposit bonus. Kramer, you're very close to the situation. I notice you're not wearing your New York Giants gear, still rocking the V T shirt. What, what are do you mean doing? still? Well,
2: this is fresh, but I, I
1: thought you would be maybe supporting your Giants in their time of need. What are you going here in the uh, prize pick segment?
2: Well, uh, I mean, rapid fire. So some of these Yeah,
1: what are your what are your three favorite?
2: Uh I mean so I I actually I when I was scrolling through these I noticed they had first half ones. Oh really? Which oh. so this I, is a real <laughs> that, I, I actually opportunity. Went, I went full uh first half. Oh nice. <laughs> Love it. Number 1 uh is Taylor Heineke to go over 10 and a half rushing Ooh. yards in the first half. I think um, God help uh, Patrick Graham. If he's not aggressive here and he doesn't just go after the, the the young quarterback. So, and he looked like he was willing to run, right? He looked like he was yes. willing to do what it need He needs to do to get the first down. Uh, so I went right there. That was the first one. And it seemed easy to me. Uh, the next one, honestly, I'm going to take Terry McLaurin under 33 and a half first, mm. uh, first half yards most likely he's going to be seeing most of Bradbury pretty difficult to get, get off there. Plus we saw how much the usage of Logan Thomas uh, increased as soon as Heineke came in the game. And then the last one, uh, I have to imagine they're going to continue to do this. So I'm going to take the over for Logan Thomas at 22 and a half. Uh, receiving yards in the first half. So I went an all football team lineup. <laughs> I stayed away from any controversial takes on Danny Dimes, although his rushing total is insultingly low at 10 and a half rush yards Well, that's the first, the first half. Yeah, he's okay. the, he's their leading rusher, Sean. You wow. think he can't get 10 and a half rushing I, yards? I'm with
1: you. I didn't I didn't find the first half options, <laughs> but I'm also <laughs> I'm also in Heineke uh 19 and a half for the entire game. He's basically had three games Washington, 85 rush yards, including last week where he didn't even have a full game. Still, still got 17. So yeah. And, and clearly he likes, he's a willing runner. I think they're not going to have a ton of time to install a bunch of stuff. So when in doubt, he's just going to scramble also on Logan Thomas, it, the giants really seem to have a weakness card in the tight end. Yes. You saw no fan eat. I think Logan Thomas, 46 and a half receiving yards. That's good. Triple over here. Sterling shepherd, 57 and a half. Receiving yards. He seems to be the Giants number one receiver. And and really the only chemistry I saw with Danny Dimes throwing the ball was Sterling Shepard. So he's coming off a seven catch, 113. I think he can get to low 60s
0: at least. So uh, I like that spot for Shepard. What about you, John? What do you got here? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty synced up with you guys with Heineke. I took the over 19 and a half rushing yards on the game. Uh, I took Logan Thomas over four receptions. Oh, yeah. uh, I think if if they're able to try to shut down McLaurin, they're going to be they're going to be going to Thomas a lot, um, and he's going to be grabbing grabbing balls all game. And then um, I actually went opposite of you, Sean, and went under on Sterling Shepard okay. Uh Basically, just kind of fading the recency bias of the big game from Shepard and and kind of thinking that him Galladay and Slayton should probably be. A little bit closer in projection, just overall, and and not really seeing a huge uh, a huge reason why Shepard's so far out ahead.
2: Because he's always open, baby. Uh, <laughs> by the way, real quick, uh, quick update to my lineup: the prize pick uh, system does not let you play three entries off oh. the same team, so I added a fourth: Daniel Jones over 10 and a half <laughs> rushing yards in the first half, twenty to win two hundred, baby. Let's go. All right, let's get to the Millie.
1: I'm uh I've already I'm already two lineups deep and that doesn't even include my Eagles lineup yet. This 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 lineup does have Eagles in it, but I'll I'll let you start off first, Kramer. What do you well, got for your quarterback?
2: I came into it. I mean, <clears throat> all right. I I wanted to do a team Ryan yeah. Tannehill lineup, but it seemed too. O- is that not the most obvious play on the board this week? Uh, or is that is that actually like a crafty veteran move?
1: I mean, he's sixty three hundred. I uh, I don't know, John. What do you think the ownership on Tannehill will come in at?
0: Uh I mean, I think I don't know. I think people have have might be able to be getting scared from him and might might there might be some uh there might be some stuff coming out that this new OC isn't isn't doing the same stuff. He's not doing enough play action, yada yada yada. Um, and I'm I'm assuming after the dub last week, Derrick is gonna be very low on too. So I don't know. I to, uh, there's a, there's a potential that people are just off the Titans.
2: You know what? I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, I'll stick with what, with what, what I, my primary lineup that I planned on using, which is fade the Cowboys. That no. defense is trash. You also Ju- took Herbert, Justin Herbert, 6,700. It sets up a nice stack. Uh, it, Maybe that was the two E maybe this is the chalky play and and the Tana Hill is the less chalky play, but yeah, I, I'm going to start with Herbert 6,700. I mean, I don't think enough is being said about his performance against a elite defense on the road. Non, I mean, this could be an absolute slaughter. Yeah, and his numbers. I mean, he had he threw for like three
1: thirty seven, but his he only had one touchdown. So his number he's definitely due for a. I like it feels like if good. he had a similar game, the numbers I think are going to play out at a much higher clip. And they're at home. I mean, granted, there's going to be I'm sure a shit ton of Cowboys fans but it still seems like a good spot for the chargers.
2: You got to have exposure fading the Cowboys defense until they show us something.
0: Yeah. I like it. John, what's your, what's your quarterback? Yeah, I went, uh, so I'm, I'm going against the Colts secondary this week. Ooh. You know, Russell Wilson was just airing it out last week. Um, and now they're going to go up against the Rams and Matt Stafford was just doing the exact same thing on Sunday night. I mean, it just seems like, uh seems like a pretty gimme gimme there this week. Uh, Stafford's just going to be uh, going up and down the field against the Ram or against the Colts, sixty four hundred.
1: Okay. Now I also I was planning on doing a Herbert lineup. Luckily, I got my other Galaxy Brain lineup going full Galaxy Brain here. Teddy Bridgewater on the road at the Jags. He's only fifty four hundred. We saw a damn good game uh, for from Teddy Bridgewater at the Giants. Who. You no, know, uh the defense should be better than the uh than the Jacksonville Jaguars, what we saw to the Jags.
2: Are you worried about the gloves in the humidity of Th- there could be
1: uh, some slippery balls for the butler, but he does he's got the towel around. He can polish it off. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater put up some really good numbers, and I feel like his uh his average depth of target was higher than normal Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, seven point three on the uh, you know, average completion. So I I feel like Bridgewater opened it up a little bit, and at 5400, you can do a bunch of other fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, give me Teddy Bridgewater, 5400. Kramer, who's your running back?
2: I, I mean, I want to start with some exo- some exposure to the big dog, Derek Henry, 8300. Oh. I mean, the running backs in Indy did pretty well last mm. week, and and hopefully, people are more scared off Derek Henry. And I think if nothing else, you know, Vrabel probably has that voice in his head, the same one that said. Threatened to cut off your dick is probably saying, "Hey, Derrick Henry didn't touch the ball enough. Derrick Henry was not involved in that game, and I think that's that's the kind of narrative that can, you know, a coach like bravel. he's going to listen. Eighty-three hundred, which might be the cheapest we see Derrick Henry go off all year.
1: Yeah, I like it. I mean, again, it just even that that goal line stop. I mean, maybe Derrick Henry's cooked, or maybe." That you know him trying to go get it in from the wall, and he's going to get stuff but like that
2: this week. The more I've thought about it, honestly, that like the more I I'd, I'd rather play. Like I would think this could be a random low scoring. Like Carson has a lot of carries, Henry has a lot of. I don't know. I, it just seems like if you look at what the Seahawks really did last week. I wonder if they're gonna they're gonna be a pass first team at home here. Yep, makes
1: sense, John. What do you got first RB one? What are we doing?
0: Yeah, I mean, real quick on Henry, if if you if you're playing GPPs and you didn't at least sprinkle a little bit of Derrick Henry in this last week, I think you gotta kind of go back to the drawing board and see and see if you're doing things the right way. I mean, there was like very clear chalk plays of McCaffrey, Kamara, and Cook, and Henry was like a third of the ownership of those guys projected, and so it's just, I mean, it, it didn't work. You know, it didn't work this week. He didn't didn't have a great game. Wasn't able to get that ceiling game. But I mean, that's that's the exact type of stuff you want to have in GPP lineups. Um, So I uh, I just have this rule that anytime Christian McCaffrey is under ten thousand dollars, you have to play him. Yes, and he's uh, ninety nine (laughs) hundred this week, and will probably be the last time he's in the four digits. And I'm loading him up.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm also on Christian McCaffrey ninety nine hundred. Didn't score a touchdown, which is again, I'm you know feels like he's due for a touchdown this game. Nine catches on nine targets for eighty nine yards. His workload's insane. He didn't even get the Hundred yard bonus for rushing, yeah. twenty one carries on ninety eight yards. So even if he just you know rushes for two more yards and breaks one of those a little bit, he would have you know he would have probably hit the forty. So and that was I with mean, the, that the was the funniest
0: with, thing to me was was everybody. I mean, you know, McCaffrey goes out for a year, but he kind of forgets like what he does. And and there was all the you know all these comments on people watching the red zone like McCaffrey's doing all this, the Panthers have nineteen points. It's like he literally, this is what he does. The Panthers will score six points and McCaffrey. will have 35 fantasy. points. That's just how it works. Yes.
1: And, and imagine if they they're back, you know, they're still at home here. Imagine if they have a little bit better game and actually put up some points, he really could go off. So uh, yeah, I'm with you.
2: Co- Co-sign Christian McCaffrey noted Christian McCaffrey hater
1: me. No, you know, I don't hate him. I just do think he will get injured at some point this year because of the field
2: turf switch out. But until then I'm going to ride him in DFS. All right. Uh, next up, my uh, running back, too. I like your guys' angle, by the way. I think similar to my Henry angle, I think just good discount on guys that are just guaranteed to put up points. My next guy is Najee Harris. I think mm. people are going to be wanting to fade him. He didn't have uh, a great game, but he literally had all the touches. So now they're taking on mm. a Vegas Raiders team that was very much up to stop this Ravens team, still wasn't really able to slow down the rushing attack. I think Pittsburgh coming off that win is gonna to look to establish the run here at home in front of the ownership box, who said, get back to Steelers football. Yeah. Only sixty three hundred. Uh not many running backs getting a hundred percent of the I mean, the only other guy really is Christian McCaffrey, maybe maybe Cook. Chubba and uh, Chubba had a
1: couple carries or uh, a couple touches, uh, but yeah near Damn one, near 100%. So
2: so he, so the discount is uh, you know he's not going for 9900. So.
1: No, and and I like I like the Najee play a lot. Raiders coming off that overtime win where they essentially <laughs> I mean how draining must that Monday night have uh, been? We've been in uh, Vegas. I mean, hell, I'm still recovering. You can probably hear it a little bit <laughs> in our voices. Got the get the dry Vegas voice, but they were out there almost played five quarters at defense in front of that crazy crowd yeah. and now you got to go across the country to play the Steelers in their home opener. I, I think that's a tough Sean, spot for I, the defense. I know when I
2: built this lineup, I said, this is the one,
1: <laughs> this is <laughs> the one John uh RB two. What do you got?
0: Yeah. I mean, real quick on Najee. I mean, he was like the, that's like the widest range of outcomes, wrong side of variance. He could have possibly had this weekend. I think it was like the, it was like the second lowest all time score of anybody who played hundred percent of the snaps or something like that. And so wow. um, he's the exact same price he was last week. I think, um, and he was pretty popular last week, and he probably won't be popular this week. And I'm, I'm all about it. I like Najee for sure. Um, so I, I just, I went ahead and just backed up another Escalade here in the running back spot. And <laughs> I'm uh, a little, a little correlation here uh, along Ooh. with McCaffrey, but I went Kamara too. Yes, so, I like uh, it. Just running it right back with the two chalky guys from last week. Um, and they're now they're going to be the in the same game. Just probably both going for like ten catches. So give me, give me Kamara, eighty-eight hundred.
1: It, it does seem and. Everyone thought Callaway was going to be this, the saints, number one guy. And maybe he, he will be, I mean, Jameis only threw 20 passes. So
2: it's tough to tell if it was just five like a, touchdowns on, on 20 150 passes. yards,
1: <laughs> Who, you're telling jam- me LASIK surgery doesn't work. Come on Jameis, No, no uh, INTs on 20 passes. And five of those went for a touchdown. It, it does feel like Kamara though is certainly up there. I, I think you know, when we heard Jameis was going to be the starter, you're like, oh, is he going to check it down to Kamara as much? We'll see. He he likes to throw the deep ball. Maybe Callaway's the guy. And, and I still think Callaway has a role. And actually, I do think he's super cheap. He's kind of an interesting uh, dark horse uh, candidate as well. But I'm going to go David Montgomery for the Bears. He was basically the only guy on that Bears offense that had success against the Rams. Now they're at home against the Bengals, who, again, may felt like kind of a big win for the Bengals, non-conference road spot for them. Uh, the bears. I mean, I think they will be up for this game and, uh, and you know, I, I think their offensive line it's in kind of rough shape, but I, I think they can kind of hold their own against Cincinnati David Montgomery. He's looking good. Uh, he's looking good. Like 6.8 yards per carry. He got a touchdown. He got a catch. Like I think he's gonna be involved. If you're Nagy scheming up a game plan, I think you gotta give Montgomery even more touches. Sixty one hundred. I love the opportunity for David Montgomery there. I mean, am I crazy, Kramer?
2: No, I had him in I have him in a couple of my builds, Sean. (laughs) No, I mean I I like him this week. I think, you know, we saw Cook didn't have a great a super great game, but you can see it's there. That Bengals defense is is on the edge, you know.
1: Yeah, and and again. I think the Vikings, they just weren't ready for that game. No. Oh yeah. I'm trying to hang on to some of my uh, hot takes from the beginning of the fantasy season. I'm also trying to hang on to my hair. It gets a lot easier when you got keeps low cost treatment, starting at just $10 a month keeps hooked you up again. You can get the virtual consultation. Very easy there. They got a uh, discreet packaging and proven results. Make sure you give them a, a, a follow. Uh, and keeps more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss. Go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com SGP to get your first month free keeps.com SGP. I'm trying to hang on to my hair and my cash with mint mobile. I'm tired about getting ripped off. I mean, Ryan, imagine a cellular company. $15 a month. Sounds too good to be true. It's not. Like I said, they got rid of the side spinners. Got down to the the turkey. Aka the sauce as they call it. Mint mobile. Premium wireless, just 15 bucks a month. Unlimited talk and text. Let's go. And it's easy. You can switch your phone, keep your phone uh number, your your uh obviously your actual phone, your contacts. Seven day money back guarantee. And again, just 15 bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP.
2: Kramer. Kramer. Dog. dog. Who is your first receiver this week? Well, uh, I mean, when you when you have Herbert as your QB one, yeah. you have to put in Keenan Allen yes. as your wide receiver one. Looking at the target distribution from week one, Keenan Allen 13, Mike Williams 12. Jared Cook eight, Guyton five, so pretty narrow. Uh, gotta take Keenan Allen. I mean, it seems like he his floor is thirteen targets in this game. I feel like his ceiling is like twenty to twenty five yeah. targets. Uh, he kept, he's gonna catch a lot of stuff. He might not see all the red zone targets, but who cares? Uh, lo- love Keenan, especially in cash plays. High floor seven thousand. No,
1: I mean he is he is certainly up there, and the in the outlier case for him to go off you know opening up the stadium at home against that Cowboys defense I, I think is certainly there john what do you what do you got for your uh, first receiver
0: yeah so I'm gonna go uh start up the stack with stafford um two options cooper cup six thousand or robert woods fifty seven hundred um I'm kind of leaning that that uh, woods may be a little bit more popular just because he's a little bit cheaper um and so I'm gonna go with cup at six thousand um and I think uh, you know, looking at the target share, Cup had I think like 38% target share this uh, last week compared to uh, 17 or something like that from Woods. So, um, pretty pretty big difference. I, I was a little bit surprised when I saw that. Um, and uh, I think Cup's just a stud, and I, I love him at six K.
1: Yeah. What do you What do you think about Van Jefferson? Any? Uh, I, I mean, does that feel like an outlier game? That was certainly what he had, like an 80 yard bomb he caught. Or is he? You know, he was. He seemed kind of like the cute play last year. Does he uh, does he kind of get some of that upside in this new look Rams offense?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, uh, he's 3500 this week, so he's going to fall into that bucket of cheap receivers that are probably pretty popular, especially because he just had a big game. Yeah. Um. So I think I think that's a pretty easy fade. And and I mean, honestly, like when I saw that play, I immediately thought it was Deshaun Jackson. Um. And (laughs) you know, just just that's how Deshaun Jackson works. He always goes off in week one and. And it wasn't. It was Van Jefferson. So, thirty d- three hundred this week to Sean Jackson. I mean, that's a. If Van Jefferson ends up being pretty chalky, that's like a super easy pivot, in my opinion. Going to yeah, and,
2: and just I guess I'll pile on because he's one of my receivers as well. I think to to the point of fading the Colts. Uh, like, just I see that Tyler Lockett touchdown yep. of him just cr- so I immediately that, that, and
1: and real quick that be like that uh you know over the shoulder catch that Lockett had. Yeah. I mean, that was just a pretty yeah. ball. By uh Danger Russ and just an I mean, awesome catch by Tyler Lockett to track that ball. It, it looked way easier than I'm sure it actually was. So it's awesome to see them get carved up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, he's my my I've given out now two receivers, but Deshaun Jackson just seems like the the kind of GPP dart throw you gotta have in there.
1: Agreed. My uh my first receiver for the uh lineup here now maybe he'll be chalky. Cause to me, it seems so obvious. This is the receiver one <sighs> I have his Jersey looked amazing. First catches an Eagle Devonta Smith, $5,400 at home. Certainly you normally don't want to take a guy whose price has gotten bumped up,
2: chasing points,
1: Uh, chasing points, but also like they're clearly have a massive role for Devonta Smith. And then 49ers just, um, you know, they, who is it? Verrett just got knocked. Just tore his ACL. They just signed Drake Kirkpatrick. So I I mean, I I don't see how he's not going to get, again, eight to ten targets. I think he's going to get involved. And clearly he has a chemistry with Jalen Hurts, as you saw from week one. San Francisco does have a tough defense, but I I you know, I I really like this situation, especially for Devonta.
2: Yeah, good for you. I'm happy for you. Great. I mean, Kramer, I, That's not analysis. I, what John? John will John. tell you you're chasing tell me, results. Tell me
0: I'm being a homer. You you, d-
2: you don't get credit for the points last week.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. I I think I think Smith's a stud, and I I I, I really think Hurts uh, is is going to be pretty good this year. And I think he was uh, he was kind of that that uh, sleeper, uh, not sleeper, but that running quarterback that is probably going to end up paying off pretty well for people um, in the later So I, I don't hate it. Massive upside.
1: Kramer, what do you got? Who's your who's your next one?
2: You act like I didn't have Jalen Hurts as my number eight quarterback. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 in on on the idea of him being a decent fantasy quarterback. I'm surprised he's winning football games. I will say. Yeah. All right. I already gave out my second one. It was to Jackson. So John. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Uh, John, who's your who's your
1: second receiver?
0: Yeah. So I went with
2: uh, Michael Pittman um, to
0: kind of bring it back against the Rams. Um, he was kind of a popular play that this past week, um, as kind of a bring back, uh, with the Seattle stacks that gained a little bit of steam. Um, and then Zach Paschal went out for two touchdowns and Pittman didn't do a whole lot. So, um, I think the price tag went down a little bit or stayed roughly the same for Pittman. Um, I still think he is going to be the wide receiver one. Um, he's probably going to be seeing a little bit of Jalen Ramsey, which isn't great, um, but uh, I'll just go with Pittman as the bring back. He's actually cheaper than uh Pascal this week. So yeah, so I'll, I'll lead into that. So I, I looked at that
1: game too. And I was going back and forth because I, I thought Pittman was the guy, but then it's like, well, they're probably going to put Ramsey on Pittman. And then Pascal is still interesting because of that price point, And clearly Wentz likes to target him, but then he had such a, he had a two touchdown game. What are the odds? He's going to do that again. I'm with you. I think Pittman is the call, but I I was kind of going back and forth on that. Couldn't find a good angle. So in my, in my Denver stack, I'm going to bring it back with Marvin Jones Jr. for $4,700, nine targets, five catches, 77 yards, had a touchdown. It, It seems like he's one of the guys that, you know, has some chemistry with Trevor Lawrence. I think Denver could get up uh, in the same way that the Texans got up on the Jags. I think it's kind of a disaster in Jacksonville and Marvin Jones. It seems like the the veteran that's still going to be a big part of the offense. So yeah, I'm, I'm Marvin Jones, Jr. 4,700. I, I still think the volume this guy should see. Uh, makes it make sense, and I couldn't really afford Chenalder Chark, but they're i mean, all of them, I think, are probably fun, a crapshoot. There.
2: Fun fact <laughs> about DJ Chark: he only only behind Tyree Kill and Darren Waller and Air yards for Week One. So. Really? So maybe I should
1: try and find a way. Yeah, it, it, he's Can so we much touch
0: back on the the Jags are kind of a disaster. I mean, Urban Meyer <laughs> yeah. is literally overwhelmed after one week in the <laughs> yeah. NFL. I'm, I think that's more than a disaster.
2: We were joking on the college uh, show, but. I mean I think there's a very real chance he, fin- he before the end of the NFL season he takes the USC job. No, I mean, yeah, I mean it is. What's a better job, Jacksonville or USC in Urban Meyer's mind? Oh, USC cuz you know,
1: you can it's way easier to get good players on your team. Yeah. I mean, it's easier. You're you get more recognition you don't have to live in Jacksonville. There's like a lot of positives to be in the USC head coach.
2: Oh man. It's going to be so great.
1: All right. Kramer. Who's your third receiver.
2: Uh, I'm going to bring it back with CD lamb. I mean Mm. 6,400, you know, Cooper got, uh, got a lot of work too. I just CD lamb just looked like he's the guy that scares me. He's the scariest offensive player in the division uh, from, from my money dude looks like he could be completely uncoverable. Seems to have a certain chemistry with Dak. And when you have like a, just a bonafide stud with Cooper uh, on the other side, drawing attention away, I, I think CD lamb is going to continue to just absorb targets and uh, yeah, sit with Dak averaging 17.5. So I, I think the the ceiling is pretty high here, and uh, willing. You know, in some cases, you got to put a cowboy in the lineup. Got to <laughs> bring it back with someone.
1: I, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised C.D. Lamb looked good, but I did. I didn't see Cooper having the uh, the game that he did, and maybe the the targets will be a little more concentrated. Michael Gallup is out now for a while, so
2: I I thought about playing like whoever the third guy is going to be in the offense. Yeah, Cedric uh, Wilson probably, but. I didn't want to get cute. CD lamb just seems like such a lock uh, to perform. So
1: what about you, uh, John third receiver?
0: Yeah. So I, I'm kind of uh, interested to see what happens with Josh Allen this week. Um, he was pretty popular going against the Steelers. We know the Steelers have a good defense um, and he kind of shit the bed, but now he's going up against Miami. Um, I just can't see the bills like having another week, like, Ever and where they don't score thirty points. I mean, this is supposed to be an explosive offense, and they kind of got throttled by the Steelers. So I uh, I went with the cheap option there with Emmanuel Sanders at four thousand. Um, I I just can see that uh, this could be a good bounce back week for Allen, and he's spreading the ball around, and and all the receivers uh, get some action.
2: I, yeah. I do I do circle that game is like I wonder how Buffalo is going to perform down there in the humidity of Florida, yeah. like kind of with a little bit of extra urgency, like. It could be a little tight. This could be the kind of game where Josh Allen looks drunk out on the field making mistakes, <laughs> just trying to do I mean, everything. To me, it
0: was it was like a prime like uh you know, overlook spot if they got that week one win, right? If they got that big win over Pittsburgh and then they come into Miami and that's yeah. a spot that Miami could could jump out. But now after they kind of looked like crap in week one, they, they really gotta lock it in. I think they're gonna be pretty Pretty dialed in against a division opponent.
2: And we had the, uh some of the the replays of the games on God's eye today in the office. And one of the things I noticed with uh watching the, the replay of the Buffalo Steelers game is it, it just seemed like Josh Allen wasn't playing horrible. He just didn't hit a shot, a single shot. Like yep. his shot it, like his, his deep ball was fucking horrible. And that's kind of what he was before. So again, back to the regression army of Josh Allen took a historic oh. jump. Maybe he drops back those deep passes, which made his season last year. They weren't, they weren't firing last week. So a great little, little worried.
1: Uh My uh, third receiver, very cheap option. Expect him to be involved. He's part of my Denver double stack. Mm-hmm. Give me KJ Hamler, who, now that there's no, uh, you know, now that there's no Jerry Judy, uh, he's, he looks to be involved in a big way. I mean, I was kind of going back and forth between him, Tim Patrick, but I think KJ Hamler and Noah Fant, who uh, we'll get to here in a second. I I think those are the guys that are going to get a ton of targets and should have a good opportunity uh, against against Jacksonville's D. So give me KJ Hamler only 3,800.
0: Yeah. So many KJ Hamler basketball <laughs> chairs. Oh, my like God. Round 17, 18. I was just hammering
1: him. He's free.
2: Yeah. yeah. It is true. And it, it's all based on that video I saw last year of him just dusting someone in training camp off the line. It was like, he, oh, wow. He, he, had, he's that funny. he
1: had a couple of big games. I mean, honestly, the fact that Bridgewater is the quarterback maybe limits his upside because he's not going to take the, <clears throat> not as inclined to take the D shots as, as a uh, Luck or, sorry, uh, Drew Locke. But um I I certainly think he has a case I like to see play. a bunch of volume and maybe break one against a team that just looks out of sorts.
2: I like the play and you know, Pat Shermer not afraid to to throw it a little bit more than you'd expect, even in a matchup where they should be winning most yes. of the game. All right, are we on tight end? We are. Oh. Give me Cole Komet. Seven <laughs> targets week one. Yep. I have this guy on virtually all of my best. I think he's north of thirty percent ownership in my best ball world. Same. Uh he, 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 just, Jimmy Graham was barely out there. Uh, Cole Komet, a really tough matchup. You saw what the Rams front was doing to that bears team. And I just think this Cincinnati team they're, they're always soft against the tight end. They're soft again. Uh, I guess we didn't see much last week, but I'm willing to bet on it here again, Cole Komet, And we and the last thing I'll say is around the red zone. It, it does, you know, bother me a little bit that they bring in Justin Fields as the gimmick Taking away potential targets, but I fully expect uh, Cole Komet to receive a couple red zone targets in this game. So thirty seven hundred feel like that's a a positive shot to get a, a guy who's going to get you know if he gets seven targets and scores a touchdown on this one, definitely will out outpace his thirty seven hundred. Oh yeah, I mean we were
1: all over Cole Komet preseason. I mean when we were doing these best balls to get him and Justin Fields late, it was just such a fun. Yeah. Easy stack. It, it seemed like even Jimmy Graham saw the writing on the wall. He was <laughs> passing the torch to Cole Komet, and early results uh, a good look for Cole Komet. What about you at a tight end, John?
0: Yeah, so so before I jump into tight end, I'll do a little little strategy talk on double stacking here. So um I talked about it in my intro to the flow chart, and it was like one of the biggest leverage spots um, of the year last year was double stacking. Uh, your quarterback, uh, I think some, something around like 28% of the field did it. And in top 100 lineups, it was like almost 40% of yeah. the top 100 lineups uh, double stacked. And so um, thinking back to like this past week that just happened, there was like not, uh, you know, outside of the obvious one, Mahomes plus Hill plus Kelsey, there wasn't a whole lot of double stacks that really got there um, this week. And so I think uh, there's going to be a bit of an overreaction to that and people aren't going to want to do it. Um, and I think I'm just going to kind of lean into that and go really heavy on the double stacks. And so, uh, with that being all that being said, I went uh, Tyler Higby here, uh, 4100 uh, to pair up with Cup and Stafford. Um, I think this is really going to be kind of the the season that everybody thought Higby was going to have last year. Um, he's got, he's, you know, he's pretty much got the tight end position to himself now, um, and he's got a much more competent quarterback. And I think Higby's going to keep uh, keep performing well.
2: I like Higby, and I, I think the what we saw Week One only validates the fact that Sean McVay is taking out his sports car, and now that he doesn't yeah. have Cam Akers, he's just going to be slinging that rock around. <laughs> and Higby's got to get a piece because these wide receivers going to draw enough attention.
1: Agreed. Yeah, and and I was kind of leading. Um, I, I like the Higby stuff. I mean, I, I think we we moved him up after the uh, after the injury stuff with Cam Akers, and again, you saw him getting involved. I'm on Noah Fant as part of my double stack. Uh, like John, they are going receiver and tight end. He, I mean Teddy Bridgewater. I, I, you know, it just gut tells me Teddy Bridgewater likes throwing to a guy like Noah Fant. You saw in big situations in the Giants game, he went out of his way to find Fant. I think Fant can get some red zone looks. Didn't get a touchdown last week. I kind of feel like he's due uh, against the Jags to get a touchdown, and at 4,200, pretty reasonably priced, I think for the expected volume, especially with Judy out. I mean, they, you know, someone has to get those Judy targets and God damn it. Judy looked pretty good um,
2: and going early, but, and going back and watching that tape, you saw how many schemed like quick hitters to the tight ends there were. So just like game plan involvement. I I don't, I doubt it's going to be specific to the giants. I think it's just, it fits what Teddy Bridgewater does well.
0: Yeah. Well, in general, I think just correlating tight end with quarterback is a is a smart thing to do. I mean, it's such a crapshoot every week with tight end. You're pretty much banking on touchdowns to to get you to the top of kind of the the list there on tight end and so the more that you can do to 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 correlate tight end I think is is positive
2: overall. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised we should at least discuss, like no one brought up uh Fryermouth and he gets the Raiders. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh Oh, I was going, I'm on the wrong side of that. I was gonna say the uh, the Ravens. Uh, who, who do they have, Sean? What? The who do the Ravens have? They're not even part of the card. That's yeah. why we didn't bring it up. I was gonna say they just gave up 20 targets to a tight end. That's an interesting yeah. concept. That's that's a nice little. It could spot be a team to specific to to the Raiders. Who, by the way. Oh my uh, god. Fired on a Darren Waller, number six in the first round, FFPC main event, feeling like a fucking genius. Yeah,
1: in our in our in our ETH league, we had uh Darren Waller. Third round, baby. Oh, and it was uh obviously pretty money <laughs> Monday night, and it uh, we were the highest scoring uh team in the uh in the league. So Woo! no big deal, Ryan. Off to no a nice big start there. Deal.
2: Let's go. No
1: one wants to hear us uh, roster bait. Oh, they do. <laughs> Quick shout out to uh, PixWise, number one app for sports betting picks, held by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in depth analysis on every game all for free. Pound your pick, search the latest sportsbook promotions to sign up for an account, compare the odds, and finally place your bet. Download the free Pixwise app now to make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler and Odds Crowd, baby. Go to oddscrowd.com. Get involved in all the contests, giving away tons of cash. It's free fantasy betting contests. We have an SGPN exclusive one every week, giving away $100. So make sure you check that out, oddscrowd.com, or just download the Odds Crowd app.
2: And Sean, shout out to Danny Locks in second place in, yes. the, in the NFL season contest, the, oh, formerly the free roll football contest. Exactly.
1: What do you got in your flex, Kramer? Ah, uh,
2: you know, I didn't. I very much considered throwing in uh, Jared Cook, uh, as we saw the narrow target distribution in Los Angeles, mm. and I thought about going with a, a deep pull like a Palmer or a Guyton. But I thought uh, just seeing how much Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were involved. I wasn't going to mess with that. Uh, Dallas has trash for secondary, especially the cornerbacks we saw. I mean, yeah. Gronk had a nice game, but fully expect Mike Williams to be involved going down the field against this secondary who lets you take the top off of them. Sean sixty-one hundred. Yeah, I've never felt better about a double stack sitting in <laughs> the Cowboys. Let's go on the
1: road. That defense. I guess they have a couple extra days. Does Herbert
2: go for four hundred? That's a prop I'm That's, in the, that's
1: yep. in the mix. That's in the mix. And and if they can limit the turnovers, because that's really what kept them in that Tampa Bay game, if they can limit the turnovers. They should be in a really good spot. What about you, John? What are you looking for your flex spot?
0: Yeah, so I uh, I'm going with Jalen Waddle here. Um, doing a little bit of a secondary stack with Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, trying to up the correlation there. Uh, 4,500. I think uh, Waddle was just pretty pretty impressive in week one. He was kind of the, uh, you know, him and Devontae Smith and, and Jamar Chase were kind of the three rookies that really showed out. Um, and uh, I, I just like Waddle. Uh, I think he's uh, still still uh, a little bit underpriced at 4,500. He's probably going to end up going quite a bit higher. Um, and I, I just continue, I'm just going to keep trying to hammer this correlation and, and try to go against the results that just happened. I mean, I was looking through the million maker earlier and like the third place lineup is ridiculous. It's a Jared Goff quarterback, TJ Hawkinson tight end. And you're thinking, okay, cool. He's probably got Debo Samuel. Nope. Didn't have any, it didn't have any San Francisco bring back. He just hit the lottery with Jamar (laughs) chase, Christian Kirk, Tyree. I mean, some of these lineups are crazy. And I think people are just going to kind of forget the importance of some of this correlation. So so I'm leaning into a
1: heavy. I like it. I like it. Yeah. They'll, they'll forget about the value of the double stack with the bring back
2: care to comment on Tua at all. No, me. Yeah. No, oh, I mean, uh,
1: he didn't look I'm that good. A huge, I'm not big on Tua.
2: <laughs> he didn't look that. He didn't look
1: that good. They got the W. So kudos no, I'm just to saying he
2: went, went on the road, one in new England. Just no, I said it was a good
1: win. as it, a noted Tua hater, even, even the Tua truthers in my mentions were like, yeah, you know he still needs to improve, but we got the W. That's all that matters. It's like okay, he won. Yeah, no,
2: without I, the help of Daddy, aka he, he Ryan Fitzpatrick, was, he
1: was there getting that fumble uh, jarted loose as New England was about to go in for the score. I mean, 200 yards passing <laughs>
2: in the NFL. Uh, New England's got a good defense. Okay, you're being hard on the kid.
1: I mean, if he lights it up, I'll I'll keep eating my words. But he didn't he didn't look amazing. It was very one read <laughs> stuff. Tell me you watched Tua go through a bunch of progressions, find the right guy, and hit a deep out. Then I'll change well, my opinion. Well, we
2: also had that game on the replay, and God, God's eye was <laughs> hard at work today showing us replays of NFL games. Yeah, I mean, like, look, he, did, he didn't make a, t- a ton of tough throws. No. But he made some throws, and he beat the Patriots at their home in no, a game was, that we thought an, they would lose. It was a nice win.
1: And I've already congratulated them, Ryan, on the recap podcast. Justin Jefferson. I'm going with him (laughs) $7,400. Minnesota's on the road. Here's the thing though, you know, for Justin Jefferson, not an insane game, nine targets, only five catches. He's usually more efficient than that. Didn't get into the end zone. And I think, um, you know, my big takeaway from that Minnesota cincy game was more about Minnesota's defense. I think their offense in a dome will be able to move the ball. Maybe maybe Arizona's defense is really that good, and they're not going to be able. But I, I think Arizona's offense is going to be able to score on this Vikings defense, open it up, and I think they're going to be playing from behind. So I I like Justin Jefferson at seventy four hundred.
2: You're not worried? The chemistry between Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins is only getting stronger <laughs> as they uh, with the new construction company building plexiglass glass cubes. Going to be adding
1: a patio onto his. Uh, Justin
2: Jefferson's just out <laughs> playing catch with the backup quarterback. Yeah, I, there's Kurt, a lot where are you at? We're expanding to fifteen thousand square feet in the <laughs> quarterback room.
1: A lot of interesting dynamics going on in there, but I I think this is now Justin Jefferson fits a nice window where he didn't have it, a horrible game. He still got the targets. He just had, I mean, for a guy like him, he's able to really get super uh, efficient and uh, I, and also you want to talk about regression? I mean, we had him in our Eth League fantasy and I uh, I mean, I didn't get a great look at the replay, but there was that one play. He probably should have been. I in, thought he was in. They ruled it a touchdown. I think they yeah. overturned it. So that could
2: be that could be a a, a five figure call for us. Six figure call. Stuff
1: in. like that is hopefully mm. gonna swing back his way. So 7,400, Justin Jefferson. What I, about your defense, Kramer?
2: I like it too, because I don't think he'll be super popular.
1: Uh, no. I don't think anyone's gonna be dying to stack. He's uh, a fun bring back Vikings. if you're playing
2: Kyler too. Yeah. Um all right my defense uh, I w- what do I like to do punt yep pay no money and uh, take home defenses in positive situations so what better than fade a rookie quarterback coming off a heartbreaking loss mm. give me the Jets 2200 yep they didn't look absolutely horrible against the Panthers and uh again defensive head coach this is a big divisional game uh, the Patriots' offense didn't exactly look like they were they're willing they're going to be ready to shred anyone. I think it's going to be a lot of running of the ball, and I expect uh, Sala to be able to to scheme up ways to to make McCorkle make mistakes. So, uh, yeah, twenty two hundred. Too many words on that. Jets no, defense. It's, it's, a,
1: it's a cheap defense. I like the angle on it, and I again, I I think we both thought the Carolina Jets game would be a bit of uh, more of a shootout. So maybe kudos to the jets defense for going on the road and limiting them only to 19 points. Yeah. What about you, John? What do you got for your defense?
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I like to keep it cheap on the defense as well. Um, I think, I think a lot of people like to think about defense and, and playing them in low scoring games, but uh, I'm i I'm a fan of playing defenses, in high scoring games, more potential for sacks, more potential for interceptions. Um, we know our boy Baker likes to uh, toss a few <laughs> picks out there every once in a while. I couldn't name a player on the, Texas yes. Eagles, that the yes. Texans. Yes,
2: yes, two thousand dollars. This is we're going to be a, a Texans podcast because when they make the playoffs, <laughs> no, and, ca- and, and cash my and they, when they win the division and cash my plus thirteen hundred. <laughs> Get the fuck out!
1: David here. Culley's got to invite us to one of these I, uh, barbecues.
2: I mean, <laughs> J- John was not with us in Vegas, but I had a ticket uh, for them to be the highest scoring team. Week one mm. was not that far off. Fun sweat, yeah, not fourteen nothing before you blinked your eyes. Tyrod, let's go.
1: There are a couple. Uh, you guys named two of the defenses. I have my eyes on. Obviously, the Eagles at home, twenty four hundred. Also, a, a a fun one there. I'm paying up slightly more than I normally do. 3,000 is probably, I'm definitely not usually spending more than that, but in this case, I'm going to take the Steelers at home $3,000. I mean, man, that Steelers defense is just so good. And they're at home. Raiders are on a short week. Again, we mentioned that like kind of emotional game. It it just seems like it's going to be a tough spot for them. I mean, they just had a defensive touchdown. So I don't think they're You know, I don't like taking a team back to back defensive touchdowns like that, but man, three thousand dollars at home, like just looking at it, gut check. I mean, Rams are eleven hundred dollars more than the Steelers. That seems
2: crazy to me. Carr also is a a pretty, you know, Carr Carr and Roethlisberger with their home road splits. Carr not nearly the guy he is on the road. And you
1: saw him backpedaling a bunch. I think the the Raiders offensive line is still figuring out a ton of shit. Also,
2: you know, much. We're not really sure, but it, the Bills might still be good, and the Steelers could just yeah. be absolutely dominant.
1: That uh, that defense could just be next level. Caught them sleeping a little bit, and I, I just really like the situation for the Steelers at well, home. Well, this
0: this happens every year too. I mean, it seems like the the Raiders come out somehow. They're always like on the first <laughs> Monday night football game of the year. Yeah, the West it Coast. Like, it was like John Gruden's first <laughs> game, and then it's like the opening of the stadium. And I don't know, know what the hell all it all was about. this year, but they're they're on it again. They 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 rally the Raider Nation behind them. Raiders and shit the bed yeah. the rest of the year. So. There was an
2: iPad uh, like on it. the Sphinx uh, at the Luxor. Yeah, so. I mean, it
0: does yeah. it does
1: feel like they'll probably unravel rattle there. Although I saw some stuff out of that defense that I feel like I haven't seen in previous years. With pass the pass rush, the pass rush, and I think you know quietly um, that home field felt legit, like the noise or whatever. Yeah. They, they seem to be getting to Lamar a little bit, so maybe there maybe there's a little bit of hope for Raider nation, at least uh more Let's see than how they look Jews. on the
2: road. In this yeah.
1: Place. That I think is really uh, where things are going to get kind of wonky for them. Well, John uh, appreciate you calling in make sure you give John a follow on Twitter at John boy beats. It's got the flow chart uh, on our site, sports He's got his workload report. What else, what else are you grinding on? John?
0: Yeah, that's that's the the two main things that I'm focused on this year. Uh workload report will be coming out later tonight. Um you can find that on Twitter. Um and yeah, yeah, the uh the flow chart fizzled out with Ryan Tannehill, but we'll be we'll be coming back strong this week. I know. Let's I w- go I was
2: so disappointed in Tannehill. a uh-huh. we all were. That that's what, I ran that in my in the hundred dollar uh Millymaker. <laughs> It just seemed like it was so obvious. And then yeah, when, the, when, yeah. when the, when the half, the first half, the way it happened, I smashed the money line at halftime. Cause it's like, well, Kingsbury no. hu- huge nugget. I found yeah. breaking down the team. He sucks at adjusting. <laughs> so I'm going to fade this. And they're just going to have one of those. We've already seen the game. Like I could visualize yeah, it. Yeah. Tannehill comes back. Like Julio makes an awesome. They should match. have
0: been what the lions were. Yeah. That's, what the yeah, they,
2: yeah, that's what we were hoping for. And the, the one
1: thing that scared me was when Everyone, it seemed like, was on the oh. Titans Cardinals over 51. Including, yeah. I, I forget who sent me the message that it was the biggest <laughs> liability of the book. I go, oh, shit. This is going to, something bad's going to happen. It was just a wonky ass
2: game. Well, the way it happened, too. Like, no points in the fourth quarter, basically. Yeah. Like, come
1: on. Completely hit a wall there. They weren't, I mean, I I wasn't, you know, shocked that they lost. I was shocked. They weren't getting garbage points, garbage yards at the, I mean, you know, Cardinals were on the road. What are you
2: playing for? Yeah. What the hell get
1: home? Enjoy that win. Get off the field. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Make sure you drop a nice uh, rating review over the old uh, Apple podcast. Get a chance to win gear every Monday, AKA merch Monday for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green, and he
2: is Ryan 45% of your budget on Elijah Mitchell.
1: Kramer. Let it ride.